It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. That's what this is. You found us with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, and relationships. We are here for you. I'm Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Yes. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Comment ça va? How are you? I am very well. I live for that French accent in my life every single night. <laughs> Thank you, Angie. <laughs> like I said, love dating and romance. We're going to take your calls at 855-905-8255 if you mm-hmm. need some advice, if you want to talk about any uh, of our topics tonight. And Simon, also, I want to make sure that everybody knows anywhere on social media, it's Simon and Angie on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, because we do get a, litter, a lot of Twitter direct mm-hmm. messages um, yeah. where pe- people don't want us to read their handle, but they do have a question. Yep. And I want to read a DM that uh, somebody sent. It said, which do you think is worse? People who ghost in relationships mm-hmm. or slow faders who pull away slowly and become less and less available without really giving any reason? You know something's up. But they just kind of like breadcrumb you and keep you around a little bit here and there, which is worse. And the reason that I am really into this question is because I saw on Reddit this amazing story about probably the best, most epic way to get out of a relationship that I've ever seen. And I want to know if you think this was the slickest move ever, like I do, (laughs) or if you think it's cruel. Okay. Bring (laughs) it on, Angie. All right, cool. Uh, Ghosting, fading, revenge, all of that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. If you want to comment on what we're talking about right now, which is ghosting, breakup, Mm -hmm. revenge, Mm -hmm. The whole nine, um, because it kind of comes from this story that I saw on Reddit, which I just thought was brilliant. But I don't know what you'll think about this, Simon. So let me read uh, yes. what this person wrote. Um, it's a girl that says, I ghosted my boyfriend of five years. I came over to his house one morning to surprise him with breakfast, uh-huh. only to find him naked, asleep, and with his ex curled up in his arms. Oh, he no. Yes. He didn't hear me come in. So I closed his bedroom door left his breakfast and game on the kitchen counter along with my key to his house. I went to my car, deactivated my Facebook, blocked him on all other forms of social media. I then called my phone provider to change my number before I drove off. I texted my family members and close friends that we were no longer together and to block him on social as well. I didn't tell them why. I was in a position to end the lease at my apartment early, and I started a new job in a different city later that week. I completely removed myself from him and didn't offer a shred of explanation Mm. or opportunity for any dialogue. I disappeared from his life after his betrayal, and I think it'll not only help me to focus on myself without him, but I think completely shutting myself off from him will hurt worse than anything else that I could do to him mm-hmm. after five years to just completely disappear. Simon, what do you think of that tactic? Is that the most savage way ever you've heard? Or is it too passive-aggressive? I think it's the most evolved, mature way to break up with somebody who has betrayed you. It's very mature because there is no violence in terms of physical violence or yelling or you don't also engage the other person to either apologize or you just cut down it's like with a knife the relationship you cut it off it's finished it's like it didn't even exist it's over 
And where well, is she? Yeah, we don't know. As of today, it's over. So if you him, let's say it's me who did like something like so wrong, then I turn around, I text her, she doesn't answer. I look on Facebook, she's not there. On Instagram, all of this, and I know I did so wrong, right? Mm-hmm. So all my first question is, does she know? How would she know? And then I see the key that she left yes. on the kitchen table with the breakfast. And there I know I'm busted, double busted, triple busted, and I'm the biggest jerk of the universe. So then what do I want is to get this guilt out of me, try mm-hmm. to reach out to her to apologize. Mm-hmm. And I can't find you. I can't find oh, her. Right? Torture. 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 So it's a very brutal but adult way to break up with somebody who deserves that kind of treatment i admire that technique i I admire admire. that technique too i I don't know that i could do it but i think it's pretty amazing (laughs) and i know a lot of people if you're hurt and you see something that graphic right in front of your face your immediate response is to scream to yell to fight to get revenge i want to know what you've done in those mm-hmm. situations, are you a person to seek revenge or are you a person that's like, hey, this is over. There's no point in doing anything else about it. I got to move on with my life and it's going to start right this second, like this girl did. 855-905-8255. Revenge or walk mm-hmm. away next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about revenge versus mm-hmm. walking away. This came from a redditor who had the greatest like ghosting story of all time after catching her boyfriend cheating. Are you capable of doing this? I don't know if I'm that slick to just walk away and never contact. I would want to get my aggression out, but I want to hear from our listener Simon 855-905-8255 coming from Green Valley, Arizona. Let's pick up Marcy listening on my 929. Hi Marcy. Bonjour. Hey guys. Oh my hey. God! Hi, it's Marcy. <laughs> Hi. Hi, thanks for calling. I was listening to your show, and I was freaking out because you're talking about revenge stories, and I probably shouldn't admit it, but I have a really great revenge story. Let's hear it. <laughs> well, I um, had a similar situation. I actually uh, walked in um, to my boyfriend's house, longtime boyfriend, year and a half. I don't think he was expecting me home because I was supposed to be up north, and um, he was asleep in the bed with his ex. Ooh. Oh. Uh-oh. I was going to throw up. I, was, I couldn't believe I was seeing. So I just, I didn't wake him up. I left the house. I took his keys for his car. It was like pride mm-hmm. and joy. Mm-hmm. Drove his car over to his best friend's house. And I just knocked on his door, came inside, totally seduced, seduced him, him. Gave him uh-huh. the full ooh-la-la. Oh. And um, then I left in the middle of the night keyed my name into the side door of his oh. precious vehicle and oh, yeah, Ubered yeah, yeah. home and never wow. again. This is the first time I've ever even told anybody that. <laughs> and he never reached out to say, hey, you keyed my car, you owe me money, or anything? No. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much, Marcy, yeah, for that Marcy. call. Thanks. Have a good night. Thank you. That's a great story. But I, like, I'm not a revenge girl in that way. But I understand the satisfaction that Marcy must have felt yes. more on this when we come back. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about revenge versus walking away or ghosting. When mm-hmm. you're hurt in a relationship and you're done, you saw them cheating. We just had a story from our listener, Marcy in Arizona, said, yeah, I stole his car, uh, took it to his friend's house, hooked him up. Then took the car back, keyed my name into it. I think, Simon, I'm not a revenge person because I'm scared of retaliation right. for what I do. I'm scared okay. to death 
to mess with somebody on that level because I'm always afraid they'll do something worse back to me or it'll go like that could have been a legal what? situation. You're damaging someone's property. What's the worst you would have done? Oh, freaked out and screamed and uh-huh. threw things and broke things. <laughs> threw things. But, yeah, but um, then I probably would have just left and it, it was over. What I about you? You've never done uh, revenge on that level? Yes, I've put sugar in the what? gasoline tank of well, the girlfriend. Mr. Romance over here put sugar well, in a gas tank? <laughs> what? I did. Hey. I did. I remember like yesterday in Paris. 20. In oh, Paris, the young, old gas tank. You like unscrew the gas tank. Pluck, right. Pluck, 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 when it pluck, didn't have a block on sugar. it. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. And it was that in her it, car. Of course. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Did you feel better afterwards? So much better. But I do not advise to do what I did. But <laughs> there I, is a satisfaction. Yeah. Oh, you know, I knew she'd be so upset. Oh, my God. Every little sugar cup went down. I was happier. Uh, each sugar cup that went down. Happier <laughs> yeah. and happier. The but you, wouldn't, day, you no. wouldn't say to do that now. No, and I would not do it again, by the way. That okay. was a long time ago. That's a fun story. Thank you for sharing. True right. story. Yep. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Simon, our French romantic, is here. Single boy, Simon. <laughs> I am, Angie. Not like you who happily married well, for years. I'm, yes, uh, but yes. you know the reason I'm bringing that up is because we're a week away from Valentine's Day, Simon. I know. I don't, I I don't know. know if February you, 14th and do, still single. Do you think about that as a single person? Like, oh, Valentine's Day is coming. Do you dread it or no? You don't it's care? It kind of sucks to be single. I got to be honest. You just... I mean, okay, so when the 14th of February is there, you got no plan, nobody, nothing special. Most of your friends and best friends and families are all preparing to have fun and ooh-la-la. It's, it's a little depressing, I got to be honest. I can't pretend being single on Valentine's Day is exciting. Unless you come out of a bad relationship and you say free at last, I don't have to be with her or him anymore. So it, it's, not, it's not fun. I mean, so, it's not fun. All right, let me ask you, um, yeah. since you're single, because I remember yeah. what I would do when I was single on Valentine's Day, but what do, you, do you have plans to do anything? or? Well, they're just like another day, you know, uh, nothing special. It would be like, because my family's in France when it's like a Christmas day or something, sometimes you end up alone or Thanksgiving, stuff like that. Same thing. So you move on with your day and, and then you go to work the next day. It's, it's just a, it's a day of love. It's a day of romance, a day of celebration, being together. And being with yourself is nice, but it's not exciting. Can I tell you what I did when I was single on Valentine's Day for what all those years? Do, all Taylor? those many, many years. Yes. Um, I mean, it's weird because now being married, my husband and I, we don't really get super into it because I just feel like scheduled romance feels a little fake. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we have like dinner or something, but we don't do gifts or anything. But when I was single, the thing that used to bother me more than the night was on Valentine's Day being at work because... All the other couples, like the other women in the office, they would all get flowers and all these things and all these oh, gestures. And I'm like, I don't have any. So my my best friend and I were single both at the same time for many years. And we would always send each other Valentine's Day bouquets to each other's workplace. Like, oh, that's happy, nice. Happy Valentine's Day. I love you from Angie or whatever. So that I like that. Felt, yeah. You weren't like the only one sitting there with no flowers, no chocolates, okay. no whatever. You yeah. Know what? That's a great advice, Angie. Right. And I think also, you know, if you do have like girlfriends, how fun to have girls night out and celebrate the fact that you're single and love is around the corner or that, you know, you're single and you're enjoying this time while you have it now because 
you know, who knows? Once you get booed up, that might be it for your single days. So it, I think it could be a, a great celebration for single people, too. It can be, but there is something to be watching other people's romantic mood and then uh, the and not be in that mood. Yeah, you don't want, like, it's like you're intruding on everybody's mood in a restaurant if you go there. So you got to go to a bar, maybe, or someplace where other single people are. Okay. So well, I want to. I want to know, like, from our listeners too, if you're single, you know, you're gonna be single on Valentine's Day. Well, l- let's put it this way: you have a week. You know, maybe you're not gonna be single, but if you so, are gonna be single, what things do you do on Valentine's Day? Let's uh, get some calls. 855-905-8255. Are you gonna celebrate? How are you gonna celebrate? Or are you like, nope, just another mm-hmm. day? Next on the Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're a week away from Valentine's Day. Lots of singles wondering, you know, uh, am I supposed to care? What should I do? I'm just going to like... like me. Yeah, I'm just going to treat it like any other day. And we got this email during our little break saying, I would love to call, but I'm sending you an email because I don't want this girl to hear what I have to say. So let's go to this email that came in to simonandangie.com. It comes from Isaiah, listening in Salt Lake City, Utah on my 99.5. Bonjour, Simon and Angie. There's this girl I met on Match.com. Mm-hmm. And we've been trying to get together, but our schedules are complicated. And honestly, the next night I have available is Valentine's Day. We've never met. Do you think I should ask her out for our first date on Valentine's Day or make it for another day? I don't want her to get the wrong impression or think I'm thirsty or whatever. Simon, do you think you should ask her, especially if they have busy schedules and that's the only day? Yes, absolutely. But you've got to take care of the elephant in the room because on Valentine's Day, most people knows that at the end there is ooh-la-la, many things happening, okay? If it's a first date, you don't want to have anybody under pressure thinking you're taking her or him for granted that it's going to happen. So I would say, I would send a text just like, hey, you know, we've a busy schedule. I would love to take you out. This is my uh, free night. I know it's Valentine's Day. And uh, all I expect is, is having a, a good dinner with you. Uh, if it's not cool, let's do it, you know, the next time. And, and then let the person decide. We've taken care of the elephant in the room. And that's it. I think that's perfect because you have to say something because it's you obvious. Do. Yeah. And obvious. Hey, you're busy people. I mean, if that's your day, that's your day. So exactly. I you know, totally so. agree, Simon. And we wish Thanks, you luck, Angie. Isaiah. Good luck. Thank you. Oh. Good luck, Isaiah. Yeah. I hope it all works out. Okay. More of the rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. Hello, it's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you for listening tonight. Simon Marcel, our French romantic, and myself, Angie Taylor, here to help you with all your love and dating and romance Uh queries if you need some advice. And if you want to hit us on social media, Simon and Angie on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we do have a DM. Somebody slid in our DMs on Instagram, Simon, with a question. (laughs) Cool. Says, should a man stay with his wife solely because he wants to see his children every day not because he loves her. Interesting. I wish I could dig more into that, but it sounds like there's a situation here where a couple is staying together for the kids. If the love is gone, what do you say, Simon? I think many, many, many couples are in that situation Mm -hmm. at a moment during the relationship. I prefer to uh, keep that together if possible for the kids, as long as it's not hateful and, you know, violent and passive-aggressive, because I feel there's, like waves of good and waves of bad in, in, sure. in marriage and relationships. So when a family stay together, when it's peaceful, of course, not when there's any abuse, but I think it's better, Angie. 
kids are very intuitive though simon and if there's even they, if there's no know. if there's no fighting uh, kids can still sense a disconnect and if there's no affection no love it's also i don't think a very good example so but love can come back love might be on hold you might go to a couple of therapists I just, yeah, I think therapy is a good idea. I, I I say like if you feel like it's salvageable, if you know you have some love there and he's willing to try, I would say therapy as well. I agree with Simon on that. But yep. if it's gone, then it's gone. Well, yeah. I mean, if there's nothing left, it's better to separate and start yeah. a new love life and show your kids how to love and, a healthy and not love. How to, yes, exactly. Yes. Thank you, Simon. All right. More of the rendezvous when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. Phone lines are open if you need love, dating, romance, relationship advice. Mm-hmm. And I want to pick up this line right now, listening in Gurney, Illinois, on 93.9 Light FM. It's our home station. Hey, Lucy. Bonjour. Hi, how are you? Hi, Lucy. <laughs> We're good. What's going on tonight? Well, my boyfriend and I, we've been dating for about two and a half months, and we haven't really met each other's friends yet. I, I would love for him to meet my friends, and he's kind of been hesitant. Um, I actually did meet one of his friends, but it was sort of an accident. So I don't know if this is like a red flag or like what could be happening. Um, when you well, say that you met one of his friends by accident, can you explain to Simon and I what that means? Yeah, sure. So my boyfriend and I were out for a drink, just like hanging out weeknight in a pub. And one of his friends that he plays like a intramural sports thing with, um, he walked in and noticed my boyfriend and came over, said hi. My boyfriend was a little weird. Like, I didn't know if it was that he didn't really like this person or if he was weird because he didn't want to introduce me. Um, so he did introduce me to this this friend of his, and this guy was like, oh, hey, why don't I, like, join you for a drink? I'm just waiting for somebody. So we, like, hung out and chat, and it seemed okay, but I don't know. It was kind of weird, and my boyfriend and I didn't talk about it afterwards, so I, I really don't know if he was feeling like he wanted privacy for just the two of us or if he doesn't like this person or if there's something more why he doesn't want his friends to meet me so So i don't really you felt like you were a secret and it felt awkward you never spoke about it and you want to meet his friends simon what do you think is going on with the boyfriend here uh lucy what i want to know first why are you not asking him what's Mm -hmm. going on i i don't know i mean i guess part of me probably doesn't want to know the answer if i am like some Mm -hmm mistress or something but you have to know know the answer you have to know know. angie's right especially after two and a half months lucy um you guys are you exclusive have you had that conversation um we have a little bit we haven't i guess made it official but we've sort of like talked around the issue and um maybe we need to have a more official conversation about it um Mm -hmm. it's my impression that we're exclusive but lucy i I get that we talked around it like we can't beat around the bush it's your impression those things must be discussed and and Mm -hmm. listen you're a woman you have an intuition you said i'm a friend maybe i'm a mistress i'm not assuming you are i'm not assuming anything but if i were you i would love to know the facts the truth and where you guys are from him yeah. And you really need to have this talk you know, tomorrow or whenever you guys meet uh, because you deserve the truth. And maybe it's all good, maybe not. But I can't tell you 
just out of the blue what he thinks. It's not classic not to introduce your friend, so the signals are not really classic good, but I'd like to hear from him what he has to say. And yeah, I I agree with Simon. I mean, meeting friends, meeting family, meeting the closest people in your life, meeting coworkers, that's a bonding opportunity that you guys are not getting to bring you closer to each other. So either there's a reason he doesn't want you that close or you need to dig deeper, like Simon said, and find out, you know, where are you? It's been a couple of months, almost three months, and and find out what the next step is and, and say, hey, you know, that night where your friend came in, you seemed a little weird about it. Do you not want me to meet the friends? What's going on with us? And just kind of go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Angie's okay. right. Angie's right. No healthy relationship can grow on a maybe. You need mm-hmm. to know for sure. Okay, yeah. I need to just not be afraid and just do it. No, no. Who wants to live in limbo, especially when it comes to your love life? So yeah. ask, the, ask the hard questions and just be prepared for whatever that may be, but at least you'll have your answer, okay? Thank mm-hmm. you guys so much. You're, You're welcome. so welcome. Yes. Fingers Thank crossed. You. Yeah, fingers crossed, and we wish you the best. All right, more with Simon and Angie next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had a call from Lucy saying, I've been dating a guy for two and a half months. He's mm-hmm. really weird about me meeting friends. I don't think they really define the relationship, though. And that's what you and I concluded, Simon. And yeah. maybe he's not ready for all that. But um, the question was asked, like, well, what happened... You know, in your relationships, in my relationship personally with my husband, when we first started dating, mm-hmm. um, he was clearly telling his friends, hey, I met this girl. Hey, we're going to go out on a date. Or, hey, we did go out on our first date. Because two days later, his friends were friending me on Facebook saying, hey, I'm no. Jason's best friend. I need to, like, see what you're all about. They were being funny about it. Like, that's my boy. He never likes a girl. So what's going on? Hey. And he I was like, oh, this is, <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is so cute. Like, his friends want to know me. I thought it was really flattering. Would you think that's weird or or not, Simon? Yeah. So, I mean, in UK, he's the one. So I think it's wonderful. Uh, I don't like my friends to jump into my personal business, like ask my new girlfriend a week or two later to be friends. I like them to get to know each other and then everybody ask each other to be friends. It, yeah. no, it's whatever you feel. I mean, I know you right. took it like a great example of commitment that he's talking about you to everybody. And right. that's a great feeling, by the way. So that's It's a case-by-case case basis. Case-by-case. Case. <laughs> no question. All right. Well... At the same time, if you have questions and you are wondering why, always ask. Just ask. That's right. All right. Thank you so much. Yes, Simon, I agree. All right. More of The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Love, dating, romance, and relationships. Simon and I will give you advice. If you don't want to call in at Mm 855-905-8255, I mean, we'd love for you to. But we'll also take an email question, simonandangie.com. We have one here, Simon, that I want to read to you from Ruby. Great. Um, she's listening in Fruit Heights, Utah. Hey, um, mine 99.5. Um, mm-hmm. She says, hello, Simon and Angie. My guy says that he likes me, but he still has feelings for his ex. He mm-hmm. wants to keep dating me, though, uh, but he says we should take it slow. I appreciate his honesty, but I don't want to get hurt. Do you think I should date or dump him? Simon, what do you think about that? I, hey, like, hey. I like you. I have feelings, but I still have feelings for my ex. 
It means even, you know, I like the Ulala with you, but I still have feelings for my ex. That's what exactly it means. And Ruby, thanks for the email. I just think 110% you have to dump this uh, person. Uh, he's honest. He's telling you how he feels. Uh, now, unless you are happy with the way it is, but I don't think so, then yeah. you deserve somebody who's not into his ex. Because that takes, by the way, a lot of time to get over. When a guy or a woman tells you, I'm still thinking about my ex, they tell you the truth. I you feel gotta like listen. When, yeah, I feel like when a guy says, or anybody says, I still have feelings for my ex, that they're using you as a placeholder. You know, until get we get back together. Hey, like if my ex comes calling, I'm going back to her or him. And if I find something else, I'm going to that. Like it's just it's I take it as a fleeting relationship at this point. I, I agree. But he's been honest with Ruby. Now Ruby has to be honest with herself. And what she and wants. Me- exactly. All right. Thank you, Ruby, for writing into the rendezvous. More with Simon and Angie next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I'm uncrinkling the email that we had for Date mm-hmm. or Dump because now we're going back to it from Ruby Simon, yes. um, who wrote into simonandangie.com. Basically, let me just rewind and say that she likes this guy, um, but he told her, I still have feelings for my ex, but he wants to keep dating me, and uh, he said we should take it slow. I appreciate the honesty, but I don't want to get hurt. Do you think I should date or dump him? We were both like, meh, I don't know. And then... Simon, Jill came in with the yeah. with the, the the bomb question. First of all, was he wrong for saying that up front that he still has feelings for his ex? I think it's right that you he did. Right? Don't you think yeah. it's right, Simon? Honesty. We uh, always talk about honesty. Telling the truth is always right. But in so. that same vein, then, if you were dating somebody and they said that to you, that would be an automatic like, I'm not doing that. I don't want to date you anymore. Well, that, I think it depends on where I'm at okay. because now I'm in the driver's seat, and since he's been honest with me. Now I can be honest with you. Oh. Well, here's where I'm at. So, <laughs> like, if I'm, you know, single, I don't care, and I just want to, like, have ooh-la-la, fine. We'll do this for a minute. Uh, do you or, think, Angie, you could we, not care? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but guess what? I have exes, too. Maybe my ex is, like, waiting for me. Don't act <laughs> like I don't have an ex ah. that, that wants me back. I'm not over my ex, either. How about that? I would say that. Okay. Oh. So don't, <laughs> don't right get back. comfortable. <laughs> Don't get, don't just act like I'm just here for a minute. Don't get all comfortable saying, "Oh, I got an ex. She might come back," and I'm supposed to feel bad. Like, okay, we all have exes. They call me all the time. Maybe I'll go back. All right, you be that, on your toes. If I have to be on my toes in this relationship, you got to be on your toes, right, Simon? That, Am I right? That, yeah, you're right. And that shows you care, Angie. Just that. that no, shows I care about that, me. That's what it shows. Yeah, it I don't shows care about that, you. He has an ex, and like you said, you you have exes too. Uh, but do you think it's it's once you receive this information seriously uh-huh. as a woman? Do you, I don't think knowing women like I do that it's so easy to say I don't care. Which is, no, I, I don't. Usually, I it doesn't work like that. In my heart of hearts, if a guy said, "Well, I still have feelings for my ex," I'd be like, "Well, what's she? Why is she so great?" Okay, well, then go back to your ex. Like I would exactly. want to personally. I would walk. It would, right. it would hurt my feelings a little bit. Like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not as good as your ex. Oh, fine. Bye. Exactly. That's the truth. That's exactly what would happen. 99% right. of the case. So. Yeah. But, okay. Thank you, Jill, for that follow-up question oh, yeah. and getting me all fired up. I love that. She, when yeah, I thought we were done. Up. Yeah, no, she, Angie can fire up just like that.
Well, I mean, don't like just put me on the side. Like, you're just a placeholder until my ex comes back. Like, oh, okay. Well, I have things to do too. I have exes. I have people to see. I got places to go. You aren't my end all be all. You don't pour my cereal, okay? (laughs) Enough of you. All right. (laughs) Listen. All right. More of the rendezvous next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. If you missed anything, you can check out the podcast at simonandangie.com. Our show show tonight, Simon, lots of good stuff. Uh, Revenge versus walking Mm -hmm. away when somebody did you wrong in a relationship. Do you get revenge or do you ghost? Do you just say, forget it, it's over? Mm -hmm. That came from a great Reddit story that we read. And then being single for Valentine's Day. Simon Marcel, our single stud, single for Valentine's (laughs) Day. That's okay. Stud. Yeah, we have ideas for you. Oh, come on. Don't tell yourself. I love you. And then um, Lucy, who we talked to about her man being... Weird about introducing her to his friends after a couple months in a relationship. And that's where your Simon Says came in. Thanks, Angie. I said no healthy relationship can grow on a maybe. And in the case of Lucy, she needs to know if yes or no, she is either, like she said, a mistress, his girlfriend, or whatever else. What are we? What is the truth? Yeah, so. I mean, they didn't even have that define the relationship conversation. And then nope. after that, like, that's where the friends and the family and everybody else comes into play. So mm-hmm. step one, figure out what you are. I like it, Simon. Thank you so much. Um, you. For everyone else, if you need some advice, love dating, romance, relationships, simonandangie.com, email on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Simon and Angie. And all the time, if we're not here, you can leave us a voicemail. We'll get to yes. your call and your question on the air, 855-905-8255. Until tomorrow, thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.